You're watching Single Process with Joe and Bob. We created this video series to help you navigate the very difficult process of divorce. We hope this helps you on your journey. On this episode today, we're going to be talking about the role of spiritual healing in divorce. This is kind of a funny one to me, I have to say, because when you're getting divorced, probably the last thing you're thinking about is spiritual healing. You know, you're angry. You're probably looking for exterior gratification. Probably, but I am gonna tell you that didn't do it the first time, but the second time I chose to go with this route and yeah. it has been amazing. Yeah, I will say, I, I have watched you go through this process and you are transformed this time. There is a, a patience and a gracefulness about forgiveness. you. Forgiveness. Forgiveness, I guess that's the right word, yes, that I did not see in the past. So I think it does really work. Well, I am beyond thrilled to have John Cusan here with us today. He's a transformational guide and has worked in the healing arts, biological and medical sciences for the last 40 years. He teaches people to heal their lives through kindness, compassion, forgiveness, sincerity, and above all, love. John, thanks for being with us. Thanks for Hi, having John. me. Thanks for coming in it's today. It's a pleasure. Why does someone even come to you to begin with? Well, as you know, the process of divorce is a time of desperation frequently. Just about everyone goes through that. Yeah. There's a lot of pain, there's a lot of distress, and it goes in all directions. So it can be related to their family, their friends, their body, their entire world gets turned upside down. And frequently, by the time they see me, they've gone to the attorneys, they've gone to therapists, they've even gone through couples therapy frequently. When should but, they see you? Should it be before all that starts? Anytime they can get to me. That's anytime really, they yeah. can get to you. <laughs> yeah, but really. sometimes it takes you hitting rock bottom yes. or just feeling yeah. like nothing's working to actually have that spiritual awakening. Or to be that afraid to see on your financial statements that you're getting nothing in your divorce yeah. and have, you know, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And as I said, there's so much that goes into everything else and this part that sits inside of us that is is undone, we are really undone inside. And you can feel that, you can feel how so frequently when you see somebody that's going through that process, you see them just spun out. There's yeah. very little in terms of feeling like they're grounded or safe or comfortable, everything is uncomfortable. And so that's where that internal work begins. It's where you see that frequently, again, we try to avoid that discomfort. Everyone tries to avoid it, right? So the attorney tries to get you out of it. Your friends try to talk you out of it, whether it's the pain or the anguish or whatever it is that you're feeling. We don't want to feel those things. So so talk about that. You don't want to feel those things. Those are uncomfortable. Yeah. But I feel like to heal properly, right, you need to own it, feel it, go through the trauma, yes or no? It's not necessarily going through the trauma, but it's going towards it. It's trying to see and feel exactly what's been inside there for all these years. And frequently, it's not just this particular situation. We think it's, it's this divorce, it's this person, she did this or he did that. But it usually goes deeper. It usually started way before then. That's right, John. I, you know, my experience was that if I just kept thinking this was being done to me mm -hmm. and that I was a victim of somebody else's actions, yeah. there was no bottom to that yeah. because then what would stop that happening again? And, yeah. and instead of playing the victim or feeling so victimized yeah. by it, I... And it's easy to play the victim. Yeah. I mean, it can even feel good to yeah. blame everything on someone else and not take any ownership, right, Certainly. for your part. But I mean, both sides are gonna feel like a victim, even the person that initiates the divorce. I don't care about the other person. <laughs> <laughs> right, and that's, but that's the part of it that you have to get to. That's what allows you to move towards uh, healing it, is to recognize the other person is in pain as well, even if they don't necessarily show it. That, that's the interesting part to me, John. Talk to me about that because I sometimes don't see yeah. pain in what 
you may see pain and yeah. I see anger, dismissiveness, yeah. lack of caring, lack of feelings. Yeah, yeah totally. Those, those are all really just superficial. Those are just defensive devices, essentially, that we use. We use that as an, our egos do that. Yeah. They say, I'm not going to show that I'm a victim. I'm going to show that I'm strong or powerful or I'm not vulnerable. And that's really the key is that you are vulnerable. Everyone's vulnerable in this. Everyone from the person that you're working against or that you need to get to a certain sense of harmony with and that doesn't feel right because again I'd rather feel like a victim I'd rather point to him or her and say you did it yeah you know you started it how could I have done anything wrong I was I was not the person that did this I, that expression still waters runs deep yeah that that always reminds me that somebody doesn't necessarily express anything about yeah. what they're thinking or feeling yeah and frequently um, again We'll hear a lot from the woman. They'll speak a lot about it. And the male gets quiet. You know, he goes and goes and drinks with his buddies, but the woman will talk about a lot of stuff. But frequently, it's not really the deeper stuff. It, they talk about a lot of stuff, yeah. but it's not necessarily the deeper quality. Well, that's the work that we have to do. We have to get that male to actually come out of the hole and actually express what's going on and for the woman to slow down and get into that place of quiet and then to really speak about where she's at. Yeah. John, you know, I think that being alone yeah. is a scarier place. And when there's all this Absolutely. stuff going on around you, yeah. you can do, 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 do. Yeah. And then when you just have to be, and there's a lot of quietitude and suddenly being alone and maybe you don't have the kids one weekend. Sure. And it's the silence can be deafening. That's a good point. You know, you're going. A lot of people are spending now every other weekend. Their kids are away from yeah. them. That kind of scenario. Yeah. That's a disturbing, uncomfortable <laughs> place to be sometimes. Right. So, and and the, the beauty of it though is when you go into this into the deepening of yourself, it becomes rich, and that's what you start to look for more of. Initially, as you're right, that that feeling that says I don't want to be alone at all. That's the last thing I want to feel. So I mm -hmm. want to run out. I want to do things. I want to go drink, yeah. have sex, yeah, gamble. Right. I know all, all that good exterior gratification. It, it all works for a moment. I think they're good temporarily. Yeah, temporarily. But again, you end up being with yourself, and that's the hardest yeah. part. So at the end of the day or at night, you are by yourself, or on that weekend, you are by yourself, and that's where the real work begins. And that's where I see the enrichment becomes part of your life and when you when you start to extract what's in that place you're going to see that there's so much more to you than you ever felt before good and bad yes but you know ultimately it's looking at the things that we judge as bad are actually things that are going to help us that's one of the most difficult things to see and feel it's like the boogeyman under the bed we feel like mm -hmm. you know if i look it's going to kill me but really when i look there's nothing really there that judgment is what keeps us away from healing so much of it. When yeah, but telling somebody in the middle of their of that tumultuous time that you've got a beautiful life, they're going to kind of go, yeah, right. Yeah, I love I'm, that you said that. <laughs> it's really true. Yeah. And that's probably the biggest thing I'd push yeah. back on with your yeah. kind of work. Yeah. And, and frequently, you know, people will say, you know, it's all good. And I just want to strangle them when they say something like that because it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel right okay yeah. or okay right now. It feels awful. It really does. And ultimately, again, when we look for our friends or somebody with wisdom, they're giving us that feeling of, of what would I call it, this, this continuity, this continuum that I'm safe here and, and there's, there's wisdom in this. Yeah. And when I want that and there's nobody there, where do I get it? Right. Well, that's the spiritual part of yourself. That's when you learn to be with yourself. That's you observing you. Sometimes you have to be active before you get quiet, right? So it's kind of like going and dancing and dancing and dancing and dancing and singing and then finally you just are exhausted and you sit and you go, there, 
-hmm. I'm just happy sitting here and you don't want to move. There's that stillness that happens after it. So sometimes you do need that activity, that physical or, or energetic activity to, to release things, right? So yeah, maybe you do need to take a run first or maybe you need to take a bath even better. Just go sit quietly after that, but it helps. It always helps. So I assume if someone does some of the work and not all of the work that that's better than doing nothing? Yeah. It doesn't work that way. You really- It does not work that no, way? It doesn't work. No, it just, you've done that before, right? You kind of got there. That's like right? going to the therapy and like going for six months yeah. and then going but back I grad to- But she graduated me from my therapy. Did she? Yeah, kind yeah. of, yeah. She shouldn't have. <laughs> I think actually I ran out of money. Okay. <laughs> well, say, I'll even take it past that. So even if somebody says, look, I've spent all my money on this and this and this, I have nothing left. And I say, show up. You know, yeah. I'm here to work with you. Yeah, this is this is more important to me than than making sure that you pay me. I want to make sure that you get this oh. right. Is everyone it's, hearing this? Is yeah. this no, but it's it's true, no, no, to it's the great. point about like going part way. Yeah. I was forgiving, but then I was still resenting yes. some of the consequences oh, yeah. of what had happened. That's right. And and again, that's not to, taking full responsibility not. ultimately, right? No, right? So because if you're still holding on to that resentment, you really haven't. Well, moved when we on. think about it, we, it's, it's like holding a debt. Right, so when we forgive a debt, it's done. It's, it's over. You it's don't owe, balance, right? They don't right? owe that's you. That's a good yes. analogy. So a you okay. kind of forgive them means you kind of forgave the debt, but that still holds somebody in that place that says you still owe me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that doesn't feel good yet. It still doesn't feel good. So when you forgive, it releases you. It, it finally breaks the bond. So there's that pain that you've been holding with each other. When you finally say, "It's done. It's over. I release you." What then, a great feeling really? that is. Yes, but there's a, there's a freedom. That's not 90%. Okay. Yeah. It's but a lot of work 95%. there. Yeah. So it's totally worth it. I mean, the journey Absolutely. is completely worth it if you can let go. It's more than worth it. And what do you, when someone comes to you and they're, they're newly divorced or in the process of and they want to get in another relationship right away? Yeah. I tell them, give it time. Get into the relationship with yourself first. Get into relationship okay. with your family. <clears throat> get into relationship with your home. The things well, your that kids, are stable. I find your I was, children are I was logging the time with my kids, yeah. but I was not, and I hate, present is such an yeah. overused word, but I no, wasn't but present so with my kids. Hard, yeah. But that's where you've got to get quiet yes. and get into Yeah, yeah and, then, and to fall in love with your children is one of the greatest blessings because you start to see the deepening happen, and then uh -huh. you recognize how you neglected them for that period of time when you've been so involved with all the other stuff that really amounts to nothing, but your yeah. children are an absolute there. You know, that's yeah. that unconditional love. No matter what they end up becoming or doing, they're there in your life for a lifetime. Yeah. And in essence, that's where you can start to invest. So investing in yourself, investing in your children, in your home, in who you are, in your health, right? Your physical health, your mental health, your mm -hmm. spiritual health, whatever it is, learning about yourself. This is the time to really learn about yourself because there's so much chaos there. And John, you've been through this. Oh, yeah. you, you went through a complete yeah. reset. Yeah. You went through... A few times. A, a couple yeah. of times. Yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, and it may not have that, to happen just once. She told me that about you and I was like, now he seems credible to yeah. me. <laughs> to have a shaman and a spiritual healer who's yeah. been broken yeah. and come back. I well, mean, that's the beauty of it. I mean, every everyone that has really you move to this higher cycle is is somebody that has gone through it right you have to go through it yeah you can't sit from afar and, and on the top of the hill and think you know i got it you've got to go through it you got to go through the muck you've got to climb through it you've got to see the the horribleness of who you are so right? in a way if i look at divorce as a gift almost a chance to heal and evolve yes that's the way to look at it 
Yes, but again, it's not so necessarily not necessarily easy mm -hmm. until you see it from, as you said earlier, the right perspective. Okay. And that's what I am doing with you, is helping you to see what you need to see, what you need to feel, what you need to observe in yourself and others. And again, going back to what you said earlier, your responsibility in it. How did you create this with this person? Yeah. It was an unconscious creation. It was there to help you all mm -hmm. along, mm -hmm. but you just didn't see didn't it. See it. Yeah. So it brought you to this place, this very painful place, so that you could see it and you could feel it. Now again, if you jump into, as you said, the external things like just going out and drinking, getting laid, whatever it is that says, you know, I'm gonna do anything but feel this or look at this, then you're gonna miss it. You're gonna miss this fabulous That's opportunity. That's why I'm doing this again and yeah. again and again. Yeah. I finally got it right, Bob. Well, Joe's been whole... divorced seven times. <laughs> She's gonna get it right well, this I time, John. Right? No, the first time I yeah. did, I just threw myself yeah. back into yeah. another relationship, thinking yeah. that would fix it. Yeah. Yeah. And some, and then the universe said, no, really, you're yeah. not getting it. You need to stop. And yeah, so, and I mean, and it's yeah. not just the quote legal divorce. It's 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 having these deep relationships, right? Removing from a relationship. Yes. yes. Yeah. You can have long-term relationships that, or you can even have short-term relationships that break your heart. I'll tell you, I say this all the time. I think I have a better divorce than a lot of my married friends. Mm -hmm. Getting divorced forced me to go through a process, to look at the relationship honestly. Yeah. I think a lot of people are afraid to do that and they're willing, they're content to, and I'm not an advocate for divorce at all, even mm -hmm. though I have a good situation. Um, but I think people are afraid to take an honest look at themselves. Sure. So I'm eternally grateful to you for being here and imparting all and this we've wisdom. We've got so much more to cover with you, so you'll be back, John. Yes, yeah. to. Thank you yep. so much, um, John. Wonderful having you here My today. My pleasure. Thank you yep. for watching, and you can find resources and links on this topic and more at singleprocess.me.